Welcome back again to the Heavy Shelf Podcast. I'm your host, David Richards, and with me, as always, I have Luca. Hello. And Moose. Hello. And it's been a bit of a break since last time we did the State of the Games industry. A few of our listeners were worried, because apparently when we shared it, they thought we were talking about the State of the Union, um, which would be awkward, because we're a gaming podcast. But uh, now that we're back from that, we uh, aren't going to really harp on the Valentine's Day games or anything like that because it's been kind of a big week. Non-Valentine's from, games. Yeah. <laughs> it's been everything from coronavirus, uh, Sonic movie. We're going to be talking about some of Ninja's comments around competitive gaming. But before we get into all that, what have you guys been playing? Luca, what you been playing? Uh, I haven't been playing too much. been playing a couple side-scrollers, a little bit of the original Fallout, but mostly I've been looking for... Uh, what I, I'm going to play next, I'm thinking maybe Disco Elysium. Uh, oh, ooh, that's one I've been looking to get into. So if you get into it first, that'd be great, because then that helps me decide what other games are going to play. Cause I wanna I've, hear I've been hearing real good things. I've got to say, so. I think Luca comes in with the widest variety of games every week. <laughs> I mean, just every single was, time, you know? Mm-hmm. See, the, the problem is I have the attention span of like a small mouse. Right, not even so a large. So I just one. bounce around this. I just bounce around like ninety different games every wow. day. Right? Yeah, I bounce I around. Like, I'm the gonna same play this three. now. <laughs> Do you guys remember those old PlayStation commercials to where they make it seem like you're playing the video game, but in real life, it's like live action, and they'll jump from like a combat-looking game to a racing game with your friends and all that stuff. Uh, define old. How old are you talking? Because I, I remember yeah. PlayStation ads well, like that. Five I think years you guys ago. were wee lads because I'm older than you by like a decade. I was really struggling not to say okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, I I personally don't remember those. But so uh, my point is, is like they would have like a montage of people, like friends, playing different video games, but as if they were in the video game, right? And so it was live action shots of Gran Turismo, so real cars and stuff like that. And they actually and, shot each other to death on screen. In some ways. I haven't seen those actors again in other commercials. <laughs> um, but the way that they used to cut with those friends playing from one game to another, as a kid, I bought right into that commercial thinking, oh, yeah, it's normal to play five, six, seven different video games in one day, right? That's what you're supposed to do. It's like, no, not at all. A lot of people, I mean, Luke, we've talked about this off the podcast. There's some people who just have that one game, one style and every other kind of genre of video game is foreign to them. They've never touched it, never pick it up, nothing. <laughs> and most of the time, do I, it's do I hear MMO? players. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, there that you go. too. Uh, which I mean, hey, power to you. If if you can play one game that's usually free to play for for your entire life, man, mm-hmm. you are saving so much money. So much money. Now, um, real quick before we move on to Moose. Luca, you said you were playing some side scrollers, like a bunch of different ones, or are we talking like one or two here? And what are they called? Uh, I think I've mentioned them before. One of them was Dindara. Uh, the other one, I always, always forget its name. It's like uh, something rubbery under the moonlight. Um, something rubbery mm-hmm. under the moonlight. Rever- reverie. Reverie. Oh, reverie under the moonlight. <laughs> and uh, there was I. I'm I'm pretty sure I played. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, 
uh, Bloodstained, uh, like, 16-bit uh, minigame they released uh, before the main game, that. Gotcha. Uh, Moose, how about you? Uh, this week, for the first time in a few months, I, I returned from from my Rust hiatus. I like to play Rust once every two or so months because then I can just get a huge wave of content. Um, it was pr- pretty good standard Rust stuff. Um, finally, finally learned how to make a gun. I hosted a party. Um, some people started shooting at us. It was it was a good time overall. Um, so you know it's it's always nice to hop back in that game. But oh my goodness, I I just don't have the 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 time for it anymore. Cause cause you sit down to play Rust, and then four hours have passed, and you're like, oh sweet, I'm about to build a door. And you go, wait, what? Am I? I've been yeah. playing for four hours. Oh my gosh. Um, so like, you know, it's, there was a time when, when I first got into Rust in 2016, 27, no, it was, it was 16 or 15. Um, there was a time where I would play that game every day. I'd play it for like six hours a day. It's my most played game on Steam. Um, it's just, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like mentally I just can't do that anymore. It's exhausting. Yeah, Is yeah, it- no, no, I, I, I get what you mean i used to play uh, a lot of like mmos and and um stuff like that and just grinding when everything takes nine hours and then you have to wait three days you know yeah wait time for something to craft or whatever it's just it is torturous but i mean hey you know at a certain point i was digging it and i still do it's it's a it's a fun game i gotta say it is you know there are some things that i would call major lapses in basic game design um, stuff like, man, they're they're still working out animations for stuff like that. I don't know. It, do, it doesn't it doesn't have polish. I, I mean, I was to, chased around the countryside by a wolf, and and it was pitch black. I literally couldn't see anything. And and you know, from you just what go, I've heard, what's going on? There's so much pain that goes into playing that game that it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing enough for me to put up with that pain. That that's almost certainly going to be true. Um, it, it, it just, it requires such a, such a weird kind of person to enjoy it all the time because the way that most people play is they get like 30 of their friends on and they just dominate the server, right? You you get a, you get a team of six people. There's one of you playing literally at any given point during the week, any, any hour. Um, and then, you know, you just, you just gear up and stuff like that. I like to make tiny little crap bases and try and role play with people who, don't speak English and really enjoy shooting me in the face. So it's, you know, Hey, tomato, tomato, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now the Honestly, game. Oh, uh, sorry, I was going to get into my uh, game. Oh, no, no, you go. go, go yeah, let, let him speak. Is that Luca. okay with you, Luca? Goodness. Is that fine by you? No, this is a dictatorship, <laughs> not a democracy, but it's your dictatorship. So go on. <laughs> it's a mutiny. Um, I have been, I shouldn't say I've been, I've just started children of Morta. Uh, it's another pixel-based game, and I think Moose, you're the one that's like, like you've about had it with the pixel-based style of video games. Uh, it 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 depends, depends on the game, but usually, yeah, I don't know. For me, <laughs> I've always like if it's reduced in quality or look or something, I was like, okay, if they're reducing this, they better have like really in-depth like combat systems or something going on. It needs to have some catch. Mm-hmm. Um, with Children of Morta, right off the bat. Pixel budget, no holds barred. 
they use all the pixels. Every single pixel. Um, almost to the point of like, you guys could have just drew this because the details and the pixels are so intricate. It couldn't have been a decision to like, well, pixels are easier, so we're just going to do that. Um, like this was a design choice of like style, not out of necessity, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah. really good work done there. And then something that games really, really need to try to do if they can just get a voice actor. Cause this game has a narrator from the beginning that it right off the bat. I'm, I'm in this voice actor is good. It's pulled me in. Like I hate the pixel games that do just the text. Mm-hmm. And expect and you go, to be pulled in and care. Yeah, like, or, or, like, or they pull exactly. a sand. Like, like this is like a cinematic feeling already. Like I had no care for the game before. I just caught it caught my eye on Game Pass. I'm like, that's a lot of pixels. Let me see why. <laughs> um, and then sure enough, like I'm already gripped in. I just started it though. Great voice acting, great sound design so far, and I'll have more to report on next week. Yeah, like I, I remember Bastion. It, it it's not a pixel based game. It looks fantastic already, but that 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 voice actor man, it just it just pulls you in. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah, it's always great. a smart decision. And in my opinion, very few games can pull off the like Nintendo esque kind of, <laughs> and then you're just mm. tapping A to get through it. Like uh, you guys see, uh, Banjo Tootie or whatever. Uh, you know, you ukulele. I know the Banjo Kazooie uh, yeah. games did as well, but in ukulele they did that, and I don't know. It kind of sounded like like auditory vomit yeah it's one way to put it like uh noises like that always just end up getting on my nerves yeah. honestly but like uh you're saying about how like uh sort of a voice actor can pull you in i find especially for a narrator like if you have a narrator that just sounds epic you know just it can make or break a game like uh stanley parable do you think stanley parable would have been half as successful if that narrator wasn't so on point no, oh my goodness no, no. that is Man, that that game is an anomaly, and the voice uh the the voice acting of the narrator is like the the linchpin for all of it. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's it's perfect. You you're just not. Yeah. Yeah. So, with all that being said, we got more games to play. But uh, before we uh, talk about those other games and what Ninja's comments on how competitive you should be, we can get into the coronavirus. Apparently, it's having a industry impact that we said would continue to grow yeah two about a week or so ago we two were weeks right. ago last podcast yeah. we said um, coronavirus it'll affect you in ways in, that you don't affect understand the yes yeah. <laughs> um playstation and facebook cancel their gdc appearances which is very smart because you know you're gonna have people traveling from around the world into one place that has known cases in quarantine of uh I guess America called it COVID-19. Uh, that is the, uh, it was called novel coronavirus or that was what everyone was calling it. It is technically a novel coronavirus, but the name for the virus, uh, is, has been declared as COVID-19. Okay. COVID, COVID, whichever. Um, yeah. And so it's been some, it's been some kind of heartless responses, like people angry that PlayStation and Facebook is backing out of GDC I gotta play my or, games. Or people see that and they throw that in with other things that have been going around in the industry of like Jeff Keighley and others backing out of E3 um, for other reasons. But it, if, if you look at it just at a glance, 
you don't see the details of what's going on. And it looks like major staples of the industry, people just backing out and doing their own thing. This is not the case here. This is actual safety concern, you know? Yeah. And, and it's actually a little more than just that. Um, part of what it is, I, I read a couple articles on this and I think I saw a video. Part of what it is, is uh, with the sort of constantly changing state of travel sort of restrictions by various mm-hmm. countries, uh, there's the safety concern, which uh, uh, they the, the venue has talked about and everything, but also some of the companies are just sort of like, we don't know if we can actually make it there. Like, we, we, yeah. this is a problem. Like, there's several minor companies that have also canceled, but they're minor. No one cares. <laughs> Ooh, man. We care. It doesn't make it. Well, well yes, we, it doesn't we make might headlines. care. We I'm care. not sure. We care, but it doesn't make headlines. Yeah. It, it it is it is interesting to to think about though because I mean I said this last podcast I, I at least I think I did anyway you know you you just don't really think of the games industry as that kind of industry that would be affected by it because you're all you know playing in your house with with your console that's connected to the internet and stuff like that the the idea that a, a virus would have any real effect on that is is kind of kind of unexpected um when when people think about it yeah you you would think video games would be the one refuge you have when your country goes into lockdown you know (laughs) yeah when Mm -hmm. when the quarantine is announced right and and the quarantine troops are marching through the streets keeping you in your house you think you know i'll just switch on my new playstation it's like nope hasn't come out yet yeah and it it won't come out because Um, because the quarantine overlord demands it so so yeah. this actually reminds me, and I didn't plan to bring it up, but I heard this story, and I uh, just wanted to share it here. Did you guys ever know that there was a sort of virus of some sort that, or I shouldn't say hack. Um, yeah, essentially it was a, in in World of Warcraft. Okay, okay, you're talking about you're talking there was about code a that kind of got virus. out of hand, and then it spread like a virus, and then. Scientists have actually studied that now. I I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, I I read up on that. Um, because what what scientists do in the lab all the time, they try to study how it spreads. But they never had in their controlled environment. They never had the stupid factor. <laughs> well, yeah, because they never yeah. imagined that humans would be stupid enough to continue to purposely spread the virus like they did in game. So, like, they ended up studying human behavior and how people's pets would get the virus, and then they would knowingly take their pets out and catch other people with the virus, and eventually they had to reset the server. I'm, like, doing the really short version of it, so I would highly encourage anyone to look up the full story. I'm I'm not sure. It it was some kind of a a debuff, but I'm not sure if it would, like, guaranteed kill your character or something like that. Um, but yeah, it was over just, time, scientists you would die a, to the point where there's no way you could save yourself. Yeah, scientists just don't have a, a sample size like like they do in World of Warcraft. So, you know, there was this virus in-game, kind of, that was spreading like a virus Cor- would in real life. Corrupted blood incident is what it was called. I'm going to link it. And they were, um, you know, they, they, were, they were analyzing how people were trying to quarantine themselves and how people were intentionally trying to spread the virus um, and all sorts of things. So yeah, that, that's, man, that's a cool story. Um, that, yeah, that is actually very fascinating. I, uh, I, I also, I'm, I'm with West on this one. If, if you want to look at something and go, huh, that's very interesting. 
Yeah, just look up Corrupted Blood Incident. Um, you should read it. There's multiple articles on it, I'm sure, with different takes. My first thing was like, let's design that into a game. <laughs> just how you have weekly or seasonal events. A new uh, plague the, every month. <laughs> the apocalypse genre is already pretty big. Have it to where, okay, this season pass, we're dealing with zombie apocalypse. <laughs> What's that going to be like? Okay, this next season pass, we're dealing with a virus apocalypse. What's that going to be like? So a lot of resource hoarding, like building up clans. Yeah, and then other times, alien invasion. Like, do that kind of stuff. Have it be like an actual month, couple months long event just to see how that gameplay works. I would love for video games to just try to start doing that stuff. That uh, that reminded me of uh, <laughs> Roblox survive the disasters. Man, isn't isn't that not not to a lesser extent? I don't know if we have any Roblox connoisseurs out there. I I, mean, I, I have no idea what you're talking. I, I I know Roblox, but are you saying Roblox has already done something like this? Uh, not. Not to the same extent, but but it could very easily. I mean, there are like zombie game modes and stuff like that in Roblox. Um, Mm -hmm. But in a similar extent, an interesting look at how, like, I don't know, seven to to 15 year olds. Is that is that like the target audience of Roblox? How how they play games? There's a there's a game mode called Survive the Disasters where it would just throw like, you know, raining hamburgers or mass murders, something like that. But with a lot of them, it would flood the ground and you had to get to a high point. And man, people would just try and jump off higher to knock you off the ladder and stuff like that to kill you both. Again, scientists don't <laughs> account for that factor scientists of grieving. Do, do not account for someone jumping from 100 feet up to hit you off a ladder into a rising vat of toxic waste. So there what you I'm go. saying is we have found a way to get the government to back video games <laughs> for research. Yes. Please, government, pay me to play Roblox. Hey, I'd, I'd like, take can it. you imagine like a, a big pool for indie developers, right? Where it's like, look, if you can, if you can justify some like seasonal thing that's going to help us research something, here's some money. From yeah, the government. yeah. <laughs> just, just every three grants. months, we're going to run a new simulation, alien invasion. How do we respond? Zombies. What do? You know, I, I do point out. I do point out that to be fair, I doubt if there was, you know, a a giant rising pool of acid in real life people would be jumping from their perches to uh, knock other people out <laughs> for shits and giggles like i, I did just a thought <laughs> really we're talking about pools of a- acid but i'm trying to think of a realistic thing um you can do uh i forgot the word volcano for a second there you go <laughs> you can do a volcanic eruption like yeah how, how does how do people fare on this map like they know they designed it where you have a, a certain amount of high ground once they get to there, are they going to trade with each other? Is it going to be warring of the hills? What's going on? Yeah, they're going to build lava All I'm saying boats. is, I got ideas. I need the money. I need the developers. It, it's it's ironic, that, check. <laughs> it's ironic that in all of our talk of games and, and viruses and how people interact in those situations, like DayZ or H1Z1 or any zombie game just completely misses yeah, the like, mark let's totally. Be, no, one, no one's going to react like yeah. that. Yeah, there's like, there's like just nothing there. Um, before we move on from this topic, I would like to, uh, point out that, uh, uh, Game Developer Conference, they've, uh, said they're going to take more precautions this year to, you know, fight off potential spread. So that's good, I guess. And, you know, it kind of makes sense because conventions notoriously, uh, people get sick. Like, I hear people being like, oh, but there's only, you know, 15 people in the United States who have it. It's like, look, people are going to come from all over the world. You don't know 
what they have. You always get sick when you go to conventions. It's notorious for that. Just, it's not unreasonable. But uh, I just wanted to get that out before we. Oh, it's good to hear. There you have it. Don't go to conventions because the guy who hasn't showered in three months will unintentionally kill you with the disease. (laughs) Yeah, and um, you're gonna need to get out of Dodge fast, about as fast as Sonic would. Oof. Oof, and about as fast as those transition. ticket sales have been in this beautiful segue that I'm going to force down people's throat. Sonic I, I actually is a applaud hit. that one. Yeah, man. Sonic is a hit, and people are both happy and upset <laughs> for different cultural reasons we won't get into. The fact is that Sonic has sold more than Detective Pikachu, and the gamers were right. Which now, I mean. Correct me. Correct Honestly, I don't. I'm I'm kind of blown away that that Sonic sold more than Detective Pikachu. I didn't even go see Detective Pikachu or Sonic just because I don't I don't have time to watch a movie. Are you kidding me? Um, but but just just from you know looking at it kind of from an outsider perspective, Detective Pikachu comes out and this is like the first big Pokemon movie in in a long time, like since since the '90s, I think, when they had one where like. Pikachu died and Mewtwo was cool or something like that. Um, anyway, so yeah, it was it was just really really shocking to see. Okay, Detective Pikachu's out. Wow, Sonic has more. And I and I think what helped them was the the initial horror when everyone saw the terrible terrible quote unquote Sonic in the first draft. Um, yeah, and I'm so down. you know when you they look were at it, interested in it's seeing like it now. someone was shown Sonic on a flashcard for like two seconds, <laughs> and they say, "Draw this from memory, from memory, but in 3D." Yeah, with two yeah. months experience, oh, and apparently yeah. changing the um, changing the the Sonic model, it it, it was not like uh, oh well, you know, we'll just drag the old one out and drag the new one in. It caused like millions of dollars, um, and I I heard, and unfortunately that studio had to close down. Yes, that that's that's what I heard. The, the studio that had to make the change actually closed down, and um, it was described as as the studio's swan song, uh, and it will certainly go down in internet history for being the studio that saved the Sonic movie. Because I mean, I mean, to this date, Sonic is now the best video game movie out there. It's yeah. definitely the best. It's the highest growth. Yeah. And like the, um, the movie and itself. It's incredible for me because like I've been there from like the Nintendo versus Sega days in the beginning. Like there was actual like a war between those companies. And then for Sonic to just come in after years of Sega being walloped, Sega was irrelevant for more, more decades now. Well, uh, and Sonic. Like, oh, well, here's RIP. Sega Enjoy. has their hands in technically. Don't aren't like them and Capcom partners or something like that? I don't know. I don't know, but, but possibly I, Sonic as a franchise, I don't think has had a good release other than the movie in like 20 years. A long time, a they, long, long time. Sonic games are notorious for being buggy and terrible and awful and just beyond all criticism. Just that bad. Right. Um, I do find it funny, though, that like <sighs> Sega they were always kind of a one-trick pony when it came to their big titles. It's it's just it's just Sonic, ain't it? So you know, I I do find it kind of interesting that like, or or I suppose typical that when they have their big comeback, when they manage to defeat Nintendo in some sector, it's with Sonic because what what else would it be with? Yeah, they don't have anything else. 
Exactly. There's nothing else. The the Knuckles movie comes out, and everyone's like, yeah, I gotta go see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A lot of people are hoping, because apparently they've opened it up for part two, and uh, Jim Carrey had a breakout performance, and um, really seals the deal in the end, I hear. And so, hopefully, they bring him on for more, and then people want to see more Tails, more Knuckles. Hopefully they make a good a game. Once, yeah, I'm just look. Once. I went back and played the old games, and just because there's like when I was a kid, that was awesome. I need so much more than just go to the right really fast. Oh shoot! I need more than that now. You you know what was a good Sonic game? Yeah, the the Sonic like hoverboard racers or something like that. Oh man, you know I don't I'm, know if I'm you played that. Com- that was on the GameCube. Um, I had a friend who had it. And that game was awesome. I was trash at it, but it was, it was, it was like a a, a racing game that was like a, you're on hoverboards. Mm-hmm. I kind of described it when I said it was a Sonic hoverboard racing game. So yeah, yeah, like that's about all. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I, I hardly remember it. It was all a blur. Um, I don't even think you were going like that fast, but it was cool. Yeah, I was about to say like I, hoverboards. To my knowledge aren't they're more floaty than fast. Yeah, which is which is kind of interesting to think about because if you're Sonic, Sonic and you're you super go fast, hover. why would you get on a hoverboard? No, I think mm-hmm. there were some people who ran, and the people who were too big to run or didn't have that ability used hoverboards. And you could like choose your sneakers or your hoverboards. This is, this is from memory. I don't know. Uh, Four hundred thousand bonus points to whoever can can put that the name of that game either in the chat or I don't know, send it to us by mail. Yeah, mail it to us. Send us a physical letter, please. Uh, yeah, we don't. We don't have moose, a PO box. Just address so good it. Luck. Address it. Canadian Wilderness, right? Make sure to you know have enough stamps. We're good. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I, I like to imagine though that game doesn't exist. It's all in your head. You've made it all up on the spot. I right? do not you know, like just, to imagine you've, that. <laughs> you've you've given Sega their next great idea to continue pummeling Nintendo while they're kind of on a downslope. Oh Lord, man. I mean, let's be honest. We're always coming out with good ideas, like just our VR dystopian future collection. I was. It's gonna be fun. Collection. I was thinking about that the other day, but I I forget what I was thinking about it exactly. I had an idea, and I was like, "Man, that's VR dystopian future." Um, I probably blocked the idea out of my mind because it was so bad. Uh, well, so. it's like one time I was trying to figure out, like, how can we split America up more evenly to have this and this and this, and then. Ended up having 12 districts or regions, as I called them. I was like, oh, I just made Hunger Games. Damn it. <laughs> That's also a thing so, in, uh, in Fallout. Um, the, the the U.S. gets split, I think, 13 ways. Because the original 13 colonies, right? They're trying to do that whole, like, patriotism mm-hmm. thing. Um, and they annex Canada. And I think Canada's part of those 13. Um, Does Canada become greater North Dakota or something? You know, North or Dakota? That's an interesting... That's an interesting idea. Maybe it's maybe it's double North Dakota or Great Eastern Alaska. Yeah, I was about to say, wouldn't it be named after Alaska? Yeah, well, just West more, Alaska. More Fallout lore. Um, China invaded Alaska. Uh, East Alaska, my brain and works. And they they had a war, basically, a little a little pseudo war. Man, there's some interesting stuff in uh in Fallout, but there is no Sonic in Fallout. And there is no virus that shut down stuff. So there that's the O for two on those regards. Man. See now I'm tempted to just look up 
a Sonic mod for Fallout and just just prove you wrong. But you know, we don't have time. For oh that. my goodness! I just okay. There is a virus um, storyline in in Fallout because there's the people from Vault. I want to say eleven in Fallout New Vegas, and they get turned into plants. So if anyone turns yeah. into a plant from a virus, scientists can study Fallout New Vegas. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm jumping back a topic. I feel like Sonic kind of yeah, ran I would away much, from us. Much, 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 much rather die from the super flu than being turned into a plant. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that sounds terrifying. My God, we're moving on. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's a nightmare I didn't know I had. Like, what? Turn into a plant? Well, if you think about it, in VR dystopian future, once you just stay in your chair for your entire life looking through your VR thing, you're basically a human plant. That math adds up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they could just, like, start taking your body parts and you wouldn't even know. You're too engrossed in whatever game you're playing. My mind's picturing I... with being turned into a plant now. So before we get too rooted in that, we move <laughs> on to... Oh, that was fun. good. I know. I'm, I'm blazing guns right now. Guns blazing, blazing guns. I messed that one up. We're moving on. <laughs> Okay. Interesting story coming out um, that has been misinterpreted by different sides of what's going on because everyone wants to take their bit of what they see. Uh, first time I saw it, I thought it was some way, and I was still kind of siding with them, but then others show that it was even a bigger thing. What I'm talking about is Ninja's comments. If you don't know who Ninja is, Ninja is undeniably the top esports gamer, brings in the most money. As the most, um, I don't want to say celebrity, but yeah. You, In terms yeah, of popularity. Notoriety. Yeah, yeah. Notoriety. So I'm not saying he's the best esports player at his craft, but like most notoriety, most popular, brings in bank. Um, so he's he the guy who gets does have a little bit of credibility to speak from the top of the mountain in this sort of sense. Let's get into what he said. What What, what happened? Did he like lose something from what i, I, understand, I don't know if he lost at something or not um or if he was just people, speaking his mind yeah let, let's just get into what he said though like um in the let me find it i had it i had the exact quote uh do you want me to pull it up no um i got it, i got it in his words if anyone ever uses the excuse it's just a game i'm gonna lose my mind Imagine telling LeBron James, Tom Brady, that when they're pissed off after losing a game, that it's just a game. Like, I'm going to lose it. Are you kidding me? You're so stupid. It's the competitive nature, bro. It's about respect, bro. It's about pride. It's so much bigger than an effing game. Anybody that ever uses the excuse, it's just a game, is a horrible human being and is lazy. You're a lazy human being. I'm... On purpose, speaking in this with like the most monotone. Tone. I thought you were it, sound, the it makes it sound even worse. Like, yeah, <laughs> it just makes there's like no excitement. There's no passion. Parent. It's like you're a lazy human being. Imagine being earlier in the for week. Like a script reading. You, you earlier in the this. week, Ninja had tweeted about his mindset, saying, um, "The phrase is just a game is such a weak mindset. You are okay with what happened." You are okay with what happened, losing, imperfection of a craft. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. <laughs> I see the chat lighting up. 
<laughs> Dude, this guy, like... So... Didn't, didn't he break I get what up? he's saying, but I've always... I only have known Ninja from his rise after the Drake thing, and then I learned more about him. And this is something that he's been striving for, like, to be at the top, esports-wise. He has a different approach to video games, where a lot of people might just play games and be like, that'd be nice if I can get some notoriety in in, in esports. Um, he, as a kid, like, this was his goal in a time when that wasn't really attainable. Like, he had a Twitch-like mindset before there was even Twitch, you know? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense, this coming from him. I'm like, yeah, this sounds like it. Could he be a little more tactful with his words? <laughs> like, not calling people a lazy human being? Yeah, like, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, a, you're a horrible person. Really? A horrible person? Yeah. Really? And so, uh, I'm, not, I'm not so sure about that, man. So how know. this article frames it... Um, and there may be more to it that we just didn't see. Like, there could have been a greater discussion being had. He's talking about video game haters. So, people on the outside who will never tell LeBron James or Tom Brady, yo, it's just a game, calm down. They get mm-hmm. celebrated for their athleticism, so on and so forth. Like, you don't, you don't ever hear anybody saying, like, oh, Tom Brady, what a tryhard. I, but I but video I, games, you do. I I would actually push back against that because the tweet came first, and it the tweet to me doesn't sound like he's annoyed at people who you know like are hating on games or you know are just like ah video games are so you know beneath. Well, you know, it sounds like he's to me anyway responding to more casual people that have seen all the clips of him sort of like getting upset and stuff and and maybe he's heard through the grapevine like other you know like commentators maybe just random people on twitter adding or whatever just being like why are you so mad this only game you know, kind of stuff mm-hmm. um <laughs> and and like i either way you know like you said he has a very different mindset to gaming yeah um and for him I, that mindset obviously works. I mean, he's at the top. Yeah, he only sees it from a competitive nature. Like, I don't think Tom Brady, LeBron, and for the record, I do not pit them in the same caliber, but they are at the top of their class. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the, thing, the thing is, I suspect if you go to the top of, like, any field, any, you know, whether it be various games or various sports or just anything, you know, and you go to the guy who's at the very pinnacle of the pyramid of, you know, like performance and people in that industry, right? They're probably all really intense, like, especially for hyper-competitive stuff, they're probably all really intense, like, almost like workaholic style, like, all-encompassed with their, their, you know, job, their activity, whatever. You know, and I, I kind of, like, when you... Like, the whole thing, you know, from his perspective seems uh, fairly reasonable until he, like you were saying, gets to the bit where he's like, you know, it's a weak mindset, you're a bad person, you know, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm not down with that. It's like, what do you mean, a horrible person? (laughs) What? Like, it just to me speaks to, like, a disconnect between his world and people who find their value and their passion and the thing they, you know, like he talks about, it's about respect or or pride or whatever. Like, yeah, people get pride from things 
besides the game they play when they get home? Like, I'm I'm just saying, man. <laughs> like, I, I, it just it it seems. I don't know, it seems like the kind of thing I can totally see him. I, I can see how someone like him, who is taking games seriously, wants other people to take it seriously now. And it's fair to follow that line of thought because when Ninja became popular, the conversation in mainstream media, when he was like on CNN and stuff like that, was games can be taken seriously now as a hobby. Yeah. Because it's okay to play games. And so I see where that line of thought comes to, but yeah, you're right in that. This wasn't him like doing a grandstand of like this is it I'm gonna defend I'll be the champion of video games. No, this is more an angry rant of uh, of just his style. Like yeah, like no one was really attacking video games at the moment. <laughs> I I almost but wonder. I think this is just something he's had on his chest for a while. Um, I'm sure he gets it all the time of like yo, calm down. It's not that serious. It's just a game. I can easily hear that being said. Usually from people who wish that they could make as much money as he does playing yeah. games. <laughs> yeah. And uh, is there oh, when I looked up information on this, I saw so many smaller YouTuber channels. It was just the living meme of like the roof is salt. The floor is salt. The air is salt. Everything is salt. You're in the salt mm-hmm. mines. Yeah, exactly. And they... Look, this this attitude is what got him the millions that he has. Now, now here's a theory. What if this is a sort of salt from him? Because, you, th- you know, for those who aren't familiar with Ninja, I believe he's been quoted as saying that he wants to be like, uh, what is it, like the, known as like the best gamer of all time or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, like this is what he aspires to. And, and uh, he doesn't just play Fortnite. He plays a, a variety of games, you know. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. extremely proficient, uh, you know, just a ton of titles. Um, and part of me wonders if, like, if you've invested your, your, his entire youth into this, cause he's like, yeah, you know, 28, um, or so. So, you know, he's at the end of when you're, you're just an adult now, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, like or the begin- I'm sorry, he's at the beginning 30. of when he's like, you're just an adult now, you know? And it's like, so he's invested his like formative years into this, right? This is his passion. This is everything to him. And to have people come along and, like, not just the game he's playing, but the entire genre of the activity that he's invested his life into, they're just sort of dismissing it, going, he's the only game. I, you know, I can see how he would rage a little bit, you know, when you think about it. It's only millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. exactly, you know. Didn't, didn't he write a... He he wrote a a book on was it called Get Good or something like that Guide to Gaming Ninja's Ultimate Guide to Gaming. I know I know oh, Ninja did like a a Twitch class thing, no, he which wrote, like an like an actual book and and I oh, I God, think now now I might be wrong okay so so don't don't take my word for this entirely I'm googling Ninja book and just seeing what pops up but but I think well there's one that's a comic where he's like the main character or something like that anyway. Um, I think in his ultimate guide to gaming or whatever, he talks about um, keeping your cool when losing or, or not lashing out at people when you're losing, you know, trying to keep the team structure or something like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It might be a little little ironic. I definitely see what you guys are saying when you're talking about like, hey, he, he he's this is his living. He makes millions of dollars. It's very dismissive to say, oh, it's not important because obviously it's 
it is, or else he wouldn't be making millions of dollars. Um, but and I do how want many to point people out, has he inspired to go this route? Uh, which so so many. But but I do want to point probably out probably a dangerous think, uh, amount if we're honest. Yeah, I, like, I think that no, Funky definitely. Finch time is right in the chat talking about you, you. You don't see LeBron James and Tom Brady, at least to my knowledge, um, going on extreme Twitter rants and stuff like that when when they lose a game. Or anything like that. Uh, he he has shown himself to be, in my opinion, pretty immature, pr- pretty oh, annoying, yeah. uh, pretty entitled. I, yeah, uh, I mean, you're he's right got, that they he's don't go on Twitter now. rants, but they don't not get upset. Like, uh, yeah, I'm well, sure there's plenty of pictures you can see, like LeBron James scolding someone just for a bad pass. Like, what in the world was that? You know, there's there's and a so way to get like upset just without, stoic, without shrieking on the human internet beings that are in a attention. constant state of zen. You know, you you don't you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to absolutely throw a massive tantrum in order to be upset. You you can be upset and keep your cool, and that's 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 a that's a very good skill to have. Um, yeah, I mean, because you know, I would almost if, if he didn't probably... have the same platform for him to 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 be angry on, do you think he would be, you know, making making rant tweets like this and stuff like that? Do, do you think he would be going out? Would would people care if he didn't have the same platform? Uh, if if, if he was someone who was just as good as he was at video games and it mattered just as much to him and he had three followers and he threw a rant you're like okay dude hey i understand what you're saying you know this is this is important to you you don't have to you don't have to start throwing throwing tantrum like that you know it's he, mm-hmm. he's just the way that he's acted in in all sorts of scenarios you know he he gets killed and then he he freaks out and he leaves and he starts yelling at the camera and he's like I'm going to personally make sure you're banned, kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like you yeah, might be a little yeah. entitled. Like, he, hey, he you know, accuses you, people you're good, of stream, uh, stream sniping. Yeah, because my understanding, no the one you just referenced, like, that was like a false thing, like the kid wasn't cheating or something. I mean, you know. He was just... But yeah. in, in order to kill the almighty ninja, you must first learn how to hack. Because you can't kill ninja just by being good in the moment. But here's another thing to look at, too. In the hundreds, if not thousands of hours now that he has been streaming, he's going to slip up and have some shortcomings and say some stupid stuff. Sure. Like, we don't have Tom Brady mic'd up in the huddle Yeah, but every single point. I also don't think that when when, uh, Tom Brady or LeBron James or or whoever in the world plays plays games with kids as part of a, a charity event, a fundraiser for good PR... The kids score and then they just friggin' deck him on the ground. You know? How dare you do that? And they just start pummeling the child. Like, Come on, man. Well, I, you, you can. My, my, my point is, you can be angry talking. without coming off as entitled, and Ninja has not. He, he, I feel like has, has not done it. that. He, he has come off as entitled. Yeah, but I, I do want to, you know, offer a hypothetical defense here, which is, you know, sure, you have all these sports stars who. I mean, they might, you know, be a little bit annoyed. They might, you know, like, take the towel someone hands them to wipe off their sweat and throw it on the ground and be like, grr, I'm mad. I missed the goal. Or whatever, you know? Um, but I feel like it's a bit of a different situation when, you know, you're on a field. There's, you know, a, a whole crowd there. You know, you can sort of immediately gauge the audience reaction. Everyone's, you know, there. there's other things happening. Uh, you've just been exerting a lot of energy or whatever, you know versus you've been sitting in a chair, there's no one there, there's just this camera watching you. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, way theorizing out here, but, you know, maybe there's something going on where, like, 
he messes up, he loses or whatever, and then his brain is just filled with, like, you know, just there's that camera, and, oh, I bet a million people are laughing at me, and then he freaks out and gets mad or whatever, because he can't see how people are sort of reacting, and so maybe he's, like, imagining the worst of the worst reactions from people, and also, because it's the internet, I suspect the live chat is unkind honestly in a way that like a big stadium of sports fans can't be so what i'm saying is it's a different setting and there might that might play into it maybe if you put a lebron james in that chair and doing an activity like that he might you know after a while i have a a follow-up for that i I just found it online um so i guess some of the commentary is kind of how we were mentioning in the chat earlier that you don't see lebron james get upset this and that um when asked why do you not get that upset after a loss? LeBron James says, because it's just a game. Ooh. Oh, oh. Lord. That's, 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 that's pretty bad. Damn. That kind of closes yeah. the case. Sorry. Sorry, Ninja. Well, I think another thing, talking about the difference in setting, um, it, 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 the, the kind of interface that a game provides, I think, I think it distances him from realizing, maybe, that he, he's most likely shouting at literal children. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I saw you know, it too. Cause, cause, and cause I you to just respond. See, you just see avatars, you see Jonesy or whatever it is, you see you see the, the Thanos meme or whatever they have in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And, you know, y- you don't think, oh, okay, that's like a, I, that's like a 12-year-old. I, <laughs> I get the how it's bad to like yell at literally children, as the chat said, but... um. Have you heard what these kids are saying these days about your mother? You know, well, personally, I think that <laughs> somebody if, somebody's got to put them in line. Yeah, but I don't I don't think Ninja's speaking in a way that could put them in line because because you know what they'll they'll just respond. <laughs> Lol, you mad? Are you getting yeah, angry? They're just gonna be like, okay, boom. Huh? Look, you gonna look, cry? I'm not gonna finish there's that. There's just meme. no winning with these kids these days because like <laughs> you can do everything and then they'll hit you with the no you and you're devastated. Yeah. Uh, oh, so just I get blown know, just... out by the no you. I, I just I just don't think that that the anger looks good from a outside perspective. Yeah, um, he's got a point. Whatever, yeah, horrible delivery. I, I I definitely think that he has a point here. Um, you know, but I mean, Ninja's gained a reputation for these kind of like overreactions. I guess you might say that's true. Mm. But that's true. But the thing is, how this is something I've only been hearing about for, I don't know. It's definitely not the full time I've been aware of his existence. Maybe like a year or whatever. You know, well, people used and to I'm say wondering... this is kind of the old ninja. Like the old ninja would always rant like this. Oh, okay, okay. I was, I was so this would how be, um, this would be like us clutching our pearls if Howard Stern like said something dirty. But like, oh, can you believe he said that? It's like, well, ninja used to talk like this all the time. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it could be that he understands the the outside perception of it, and he is just building a persona. I mean, he, who who knows if he's actually that mad? I think he is. But let's let's Funky let's Finch assume in the we're chat talking is like holding like hyper big brain a court here. case against him. I don't think he's that good an actor. I I mean, I don't know the guy. I don't well, like, it might not be, be acting. You know, it might just be not not putting up a, a kind of filter or. or you know, not, not not cutting down on, on what he feels. Just letting the emotions flow. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you, you could definitely use that to build a persona. Um, and, I mean, sure. I mean, whenever something like this happens, look, everybody's talking about Ninja now. Is it because he's smart enough to do this and get some, some spotlight attention? I don't know. It, it, if, if, someone, if someone supposed that, it, it would not, I would not immediately dismiss it and say, no, he is man-child. He's, 
he's he's being very very successful and smart in something to to not just be a, a com- completely inept at what he does, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. All in all, it's gotta get good. All right. Uh, so guilty, <laughs> not guilty. What 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 are we what are we ruling? How are we going to condemn Ninja? I I don't know what his um, crime is, but we should still say guilty or not guilty. I say, calm down. This only game. <laughs> <laughs> calm down. Well, honestly, with the he he kind of lost the case. If if what I saw was true, that LeBron says it's just a game, his argument's blown out of the water because what? he. He, he he spoke with such vigor on this comment that, like, you know, the top of the top, like, don't think it's just a game. It's like, well, they do, though. So you're the only one ranting now. Awkward. I, yeah. I, I, I've reformed my judgment. I think it's uh, get some therapy, bro. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. I don't know. I'm 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 going to go. I'm going to go full in. I'm going to say guilty of what? Don't ask. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I so want to put um, one of those like old timey justice judge wigs on Moose's avatar now. The 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 powdered wig. Powdered wig. I forgot the word powdered somehow. Old timey justice hair. Funnily enough, that I I actually considered doing that when I was making that avatar. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, when I was little, Sonic? I thought you had to have that kind of hair to be a judge. I didn't understand that it was like a wig in old times. I thought all people in like the 1700s that had any power had to grow out long white hair and curl it. I imagine the first time you saw a judge, a judge in real life, like this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's, <laughs> he's, he's I, he hadn't even prestiged to get the proud yeah. wig yet. Where's your freaking hair, loser? It's just a court case. <laughs> it's just a court. It's just a crime. Um, it's just a triple homicide, bro. Calm down. <laughs> That's not even that's and not even a godlike. And we're closing up in the end. We're gonna be talking about uh some of the games coming up. Uh while I'm pulling up my list that I accidentally closed the link to. Ooh. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about what you're looking forward to playing, Moose? Yeah, so I watched um the the Animal Crossing Direct from Nintendo. Um and last year, sometime. I'm not exactly sure when. Um, I think it was around A3, actually. Yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? E3 was sometime last year. Yeah, that happened. Anyway. Um, sometime. sometime. <laughs> uh, Nintendo didn't have much to talk about with Animal Crossing. They said, hey, you guys are excited for Animal Crossing. Well, have fun. it's not ready yet. So you ain't seeing nothing. Just know we're working. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It, it, it kind of it slipped under the radar. I think a lot of people gave it like a nod of like, hey, look. They're 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 doing something oh, to make got a that game sense good. At all. I've been hearing about Animal Crossing to the point of like, what's the big deal? What what is going on? Well, when they initially announced the delay, I didn't think there was that much anger over it. I don't know if you're into Animal Crossing. I don't think you're such a such a virulent fan that you're going to start foaming at the mouth at that. Anyway, um, so they finally got some Animal Crossing information out. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Animal Crossing is the social life simulator. You get to make friends with all sorts of animals. Um, remember their birthdays, have parties. Um, and so this time it's on a desert island. It looks like it's a lot more player driven. You get to, you know, choose your, your island layout, which isn't 
anything new, but you can determine where people move in um, by building lots. You can build bridges and terraform the island. Um, you can travel to other islands and collect foreign um, insects and fish and dig up dinosaur bones and fruits and then plant them on your island. Um, and, you know, you, you so can it's about like craft stuff. deserting the island. It's about what? You mentioned like getting other plants and planting them. Is it about like de-deserting your island? It's a. I'm sorry. It's a deserted island, not a desert island. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. That yeah. That that is important to clarify. And on the thing, they make a real big oh, deserted island living. It'll be fun here with Nook Inc. or whatever they call it. Um, so obviously it's not like a struggle for survival. There are wolves, but they're friendly villagers. They won't try to kill you in the night. Um. So yeah, it was it was kind of interesting to see a, a lot more of an emphasis on the player like actually shaping the physical ground and crafting some multiplayer stuff. What was also interesting to me is that they noticed they noticed I noticed that they were talking about pushing out future updates, um, which I'm not I'm not familiar. I haven't played Animal Crossing since uh, City Folk on the Wii. And um, what's what's interesting about that is, you know, they said, hey, the game's not ready back back to the three. The game's not ready yet. So you're going to hold on for a little bit. And now they're saying, OK, well, the game's going to come out in March, but you're going to get more content. Um, so so what I what I think they're doing is they're releasing it before everything is technically finished, but they're planning on putting in content into the game that they that they planned for the release that maybe they couldn't fit in in time. Um, and, you know, all, all sorts of little updates here and there about creating your own clothes designs and stuff like that um there's a lot of returning characters i don't know it was it was very it was very charming and interesting and i didn't get a pokemon sword and shield vibe that they were releasing me half of a half of a previously established game you know um so i I don't know i'm 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 hopeful for for what this means and how they're handling the release of the game and of additional content in the game because because they said free update now, there's been some trickery in, in what free means previously, but mm-hmm. I think that they actually mean completely free. So, there you go. That, that okay. That's Animal Crossing. Um, I don't know what it's called. Animal Crossing. Um, and that's coming starve. out March 20th, I believe. Yes, yes. It's coming out next month. And so, the other games that are coming out much more soon is going to be, or will be, I lost it again. Okay. Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. So, look, they're always funny with their names. I'm pretty sure that's like the Master Collection, like you're the Game of the Year edition type. Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind will be February 25th. Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection will be coming out February 25th. Samurai Showdown it's a, has come to the Switch February 25th. Ooh. I believe that is a fighter game. It, it sounds like it. I yeah. don't know, maybe it's Two a Two Point Hospital um, simulator, kind of hospital management. Obviously, kooky, like they have ghosts and all that stuff in there at times. If the people die, they become ghosts. <laughs> so uh, don't let them die. You're a hospital. Do your job. Um, Two Point Hospital, that is on PC, but it is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the Switch on February 25th, as well as Overpass. That is a dirt racing game on all consoles, including PC. Uh, Blood Roots is coming to the PS4, Switch, and PC. And that I have no information on other than it is an action game. 
kind of has, from initial looks, like a cell-shaded kind of cartoony look. And then uh, Metro Redux, it is going to be on the Switch. It's also no longer exclusive to just Epic Games. So you've been waiting on that for Steam. Uh, wait, get that uh, Metro now. Exodus? No, Metro Redux. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm getting, uh, but no, Metro no, Exodus you, is you, you available you on Steam too. It's all good. Except for, no, I don't know if it's yeah, pronounced sorry. redo with like sorry. a kind of French flair. Anyway. Uh, sorry, I just thought that game was already on Steam. Sorry. Well, yeah. it's um, I'm mixing up the two. Metro Exodus is now on Steam. Okay, okay. Metro Redux is coming to the Switch. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows, is going to be on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I don't know. I, I know. I, I think I've heard of them. And then uh, nah. Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Part Roman numeral, I don't know. Okay, what is it? It's IV 15. Rom- Romance of Three Kingdoms 15. How many? I didn't know the first wait, one. Wait, X- is XIV IV is 15. Uh, I'm sorry, XV is, is 15. Is this a, is this a is dating 14. sim slash war strategy game? Oh, if it is, you I know what? Just move to the it. next one. Just move. <laughs> no, that's the last one. Oh. I'm good because I've about had it with these dating sims. Well, getting all up in my strategy games. I, I, I can do one better for you. Okay, there's another game that I will cover in one minute that was released, I think, yesterday called World of Horror. It is a one bit or two bit graphics um, horror game, and it's very uh, influenced by this this one. Japanese horror writer um, whose name escapes me. Oh, I bet I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you probably do. I would think you would. You, the you guy weirdo. who who um, does the weird, like, world pool into the eye stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, um, and Someone also HP Lovecraft. Um, it's a kind of point and click adventure game. It's pretty hardcore. I played the demo of it. It was nice to see a demo for a game. Like, why? why is that not super popular anymore because i got a really good idea of what the game was and i could determine whether or not i'd be interested heavily stylized um i enjoyed the demo don't don't quite have the desire to spend money on it right now but i highly suggest you check it out it's called world of horror it's cool also because we were gone last week i'll go ahead and mention it i'm not going to go through all the lists but dreams is officially available on playstation 4 that is pretty much a game engine that is very user-friendly. They give you very thorough tutorials on how to design games. Teaches the principles of game design to a point. Um, but let's say, well, look, I just want to have this kind of character in a game. I don't really care for designing game systems and all that stuff. I just want my dude to play in this game. Well, you can borrow other people's assets from other games. And, and I mean, it does everything. do whatever you want with them. I've I've seen people, people create three D still lives. I've seen people mm-hmm. just do you know maps and stuff like that. Just concept art. It's it's, it's freaking cool. Voice, voice narration, Moose. If he wants to practice his chops on some voice narration, I think he should get a PlayStation Four and then get in dreams right away. Yeah, I'll do a um, I'll do a, a Stanley Parable type meme. The, these games need some voices. Um, but yeah, some of them it looks ridiculous to the point. It's like, man, I hope to God this person's getting paid somehow. And some of them do have Patreons, which makes it interesting because um, it's just a nice thing to see that Dreams, and so people are starting to compare Dreams almost like as a very, very creative YouTube, except it's a YouTube you can only get on PlayStation. So it'll be interesting to see how they work that out later because they could repackage it as an application 
or a website in a certain way in the future mm-hmm. to where it's like YouTube, but for animation. Because people aren't just doing games. They're making 3D movies and short films and all that stuff in there as well. It's it's mm-hmm. and so, really impressive what they were able to pull yeah. off. Incredible. And it's by so, Media yeah, Molecule. Definitely. People made Little mm-hmm. Big Planet. It's high quality. Yep. Check it out. And um, they recently did a Dream Awards. So that would be a good place to start to see like the creme de la creme of what's being made out there. And just look up like top dreamers on um, Twitter and stuff because they're always sharing their artwork and their progress. Uh, very open, very creative, inspiring to see people just get to work because it, it's really pure in a sense because there really is no money in it at all right now. But you see people making full-fledged games just for the pure love of it, and it's good to see. Sounds wholesome. That being said, we're going to wrap this podcast up on time. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I'd like to thank Fogmine in the chat. He's on a four-month streak, uh, streak, streak of supporting uh, the podcast through Twitch. And then I'd like to thank Rambo and Funk Finch for supporting us through Patreon. Um, that, that, that little bit helps to actually keep the website up with no interruption whatsoever. Um, so that's always much appreciated. And later today, around 4 p.m., um, we should have Moose's latest Dungeons and Dota going live. So you want to be ready to share that out to your friends and family. Whether they play Dota or Dungeons and Dragons, just put it in front of them and be like, read this. And they'll have to, and then, legally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll make it happen somehow. We'll get good lawyers. And so we're going to wrap this up again. All of our content is on heavyshelf.com. Join the conversation on the Discord. Everyone's been kind of off for Valentine's Day, so it's been getting a little dry around there later, but I'm going to be bugging you guys with all these video games I've been playing. I don't, and I want to hear more from Luca about some side-scrollers. Because it seems like you like side-scrolling games more often than I, at least any more of us. I, I do. They're they're good job. So, yeah. yeah, join us on Discord. Check out everything else on heavyshelf.com. And um, thanks for listening. See you next week.